to you, EBO. Retired Lieutenant Colonel and author of Divided We Stand. It's got a long title, The Globalist Scheme for a One World Government. Robert McGinnis is joining us, and he, far more than me, knows and understands war. Good morning. How are you doing, Robert? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, I don't think we're ever going to have peace in the Middle East, but the escalation now with Iran sticking their face in the deal, saying if there are boots on the ground, they're coming in. That's a dumb move on their part, I think. No, I agree with you. Yeah, boots are on the ground in Iraq, Syria, and arguably we have uh, even the CINCOM commander in downtown uh, Tel Aviv. So, yeah, it's been there, and of course, off the shore, we have a couple of aircraft carriers, we have Marines in the area, and of course, uh, Mr. Biden has already uh, notified a couple thousand others from Europe, mostly to come down and assist with supplies and the like. So, yeah, uh, it's it's a tense. Tension-packed time. Uh, Clearly, uh, there are a lot of uh, pushbacks. Um, Biden's going to be over there on Wednesday tomorrow, and he's going to meet with uh, three of his counterparts, uh, Abdullah and Jordan, uh, Sisi, who is an Army War College graduate, oh, by the way, in Egypt, and then, of course, Abbas, who runs the Palestinian Authority. Uh, Whether or not that will do anything, I'm not sure. Uh, however, uh, the tension is high, and everybody's holding their breath before the IDF uh, charges into Gaza. Well, they have to. I mean, Hamas hides underneath its people, so they have to. It's the only way they can get to them. And uh, this this war, I think, is has been inevitable for a long time. It just took Hamas this long to figure out how to get past the defenses, which seemed like an inside job because some of those security checkpoints were not secure. So that doesn't make any sense to me, but... Is there any negotiation left? I mean, they're going to fight over this little piece of land on the West Bank in this little East Jerusalem portion where they're building some some apartment buildings, if you will, or, or settlement-type structures. I mean, this is never going to stop, even though Israel's been around since before Christ. Yeah, long before Christ, when Joshua led the nation of Israel into the promised land, uh, he told them to destroy all of these tribes, to include the tribe that occupied the Gaza Strip. Um, he failed to do that. And as a result, Israel's been at war off and on for the last uh, couple thousand years. Well, Israel is the apple of God's eye and says anyone who attacks them will, will feel his wrath. So I don't know. A lot of people are screaming revelations. I don't know if we're at the point where... Uh, war is inevitable, but if we go to war, do you think it's World War III? Do you think everybody jumps in? Well, certainly we have. Uh, Putin is meeting with Xi over in Beijing today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, that's not a true military alliance, but very close. Years ago, I wrote a book, Alliance of Evil, which is between Russia and China, and you know how they have all the markers of the that I identified during the old Cold War uh, at present today. And so uh, are they going to line up? Uh, is this Ezekiel 37, 38? Don't know. Uh, certainly all the pieces um, uh, arguably could be said to be there. Uh, you know, Russia is already in Syria, has a port, uh, and the Chinese have a strategic relationship with Iran and basically a guarantor of their economic prowess going forward. And so... Yeah, I, I don't see this, you know, metastasizing, you know, into a regional, much less a global war. Uh, but I don't completely rule that out. 
Okay. Yeah, nor nor will I. And I keep, I watch every day to see what's going on. I don't have much hope for the hostages at this point. I think they're just hanging on to them as long as they can. I just pray to God they're not being tortured. But I I just think this is going to go on forever because it has. No, I think you're right. Yeah. You know, it has gone on forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 50 years ago, uh, the, when on the 7th of October, when... You know, Israel was attacked in the 73 Yom Kippur War. I was a ranger, and we were put on alert, much like the 2000 had been on alert uh, yesterday, day before. Uh, so the U.S. has come to Israel's aid. We've already shipped in, in plane loads of, uh, you know, please give me uh, lists that the embassies has given to the U.S. Department of Defense. And so we're being, you know, pretty helpful uh, now, the question is whether or not Biden's going to do any good by going to uh, the Mideast. Uh, you know, the other night on 60 Minutes when he said, don't, 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 well, Hezbollah evidently didn't get the message because they've been firing things across the northern border. And now I, I would argue that Hezbollah doesn't want to you know, get full into a war with Israel because that will uh, provoke Iran to take measured actions. But, you know, behind the scenes, we've had a ghost war going on for many, many years, um, especially with Iran uh, and in Syria. You know, Aleppo, the airport at Damascus, have consistently been bombed by Israeli F-35s and the like, you know, because that's the resupply route for Hezbollah and other miscreants in the region. So we need to recognize that yeah, this is going to continue, as you rightly said, and it's going to continue probably for the balance of our lives. Well, what bothers me, I, I'm a little bit shocked at how the news media has handled this. Now, it started out a whole lot of rah-rah Israel, and, you know, Israel was attacked. I think it was what they did to the babies and the little girls and the elderly that really just set people off. But we have the brainwashed college kids who are like, the Palestinian people are the victims. In what way? I mean, they're the victims of Hamas, just like Israel is, because they are little earthworms who hide beneath the people and the population. So they put them in harm's way and then blame Israel. But I'm a little shocked at how pro-Israel the media has been, aren't you? Well, to a certain degree, but uh, it's been pretty predictable. I think they've had a a sizable Marxist influence for the last uh, almost 100 years when the, the, the people out of the Frankfurt School came over at the behest of John Dewey and the like. You know, I, a lot of these schools act almost as if they're madrasas. Uh, you know, these Ivy League, you know, brats up in Harvard that are, you know, crying alligator tears for, you know, Hamas, uh, mm-hmm. don't recognize the geopolitical realities and, of course, the threats of this country. You know, what we need to do is get the FBI off of chasing, you know, Latin, you know, People using in Catholic churches Latin masses and white supremacists and the like, and, so and and go after you know people that are truly threatening us. And of course, they have a long list of people that cross the Biden's open border in the South, and that's just terribly dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, it only took 19 people to take down this country in 9/11, and we have many, many times that, and arguably, you know, even worse characters today inside our country preparing inevitably for our takedown. So we need to get serious about what's going on. We do. We do. And they were calling it Israel's 9-11, and that really bothered me because it was completely different than what happened to us. But Biden going to meet with other world leaders, 
is not only embarrassing for me, but I, I feel like it's going to embolden them because he is so lost. I mean, there's just nothing behind his eyes. So meeting with him is going to make them stick their chests out and think this guy's a nobody. We got this. But they they forget that our military is not Biden and we are the best in the world. Yeah. You know, it, it, as long as he doesn't fall down the stairs and bumble too much, uh, Blinken and Lloyd Austin were over there trying to reassure people, but you're right. I don't think he can say Afghanistan in one breath. Yeah. Uh, and as a result, you have the likes of the Ayatollah in Iran that are going to see the weakness. Already, Putin took uh, his cue from our failure in Afghanistan, invaded Ukraine, and you can see hundreds of thousands of people have suffered or died mm-hmm. as a result. And, of course, Chi um, is, of course, just you know preparing himself for the takedown of Taiwan and the South China Sea and you know, something expansive beyond that. So uh, he's a he's a shadow, Mr. Biden, of what we need as a president. Uh, unfortunately, it's what we have. Yeah, well, and he kind of sealed his own fate the day one when he shut down Keystone Pipeline to make us yep. absolutely needful of Middle Eastern oil. If we could get that fired back up and get it done, we could just forget they're here on the planet but wasn't putin dying a couple months ago wasn't everybody say he had some sort of serious illness well i'm sure putin was sick he you know the cia tracks that sort of stuff and they have physicians and psychologists and so forth providing daily updates as required to the, the white house um i i don't count putin out you know i've been facing putin you know for over 50 years when i was in the uh, the West Block, and he was in the East Block, and we looked at each other across the Iron Curtain. Uh, the reality is that Mr. Putin's a, a true thug, a true criminal, uh, willing to do whatever necessary to stay alive and, of course, to promote his agenda, which is the resurrection of the old Russian regime empire. Uh, and that's why he went after Ukraine. And if given the opportunity and the resources, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, he'd go much deeper into the West. And that's why uh, the Poles, Romanians, the Baltic countries and the like are all uh, shivering in their boots and buying as many weapons as they can. And that's why the Weapon sales business, certainly for the United States, is robust. Yeah, uh, true story, true story. All right, your book is out. I mean, I don't know when you have time to write, but you've got a new book, Divided We Stand, and you predicted this like you're Nostradamus. So, I mean, do you just watch slowly their their little meticulous movements and the way they negotiate even when it comes to trade to see what they're trying to plan? I mean, there's there's meaning in everything Z does. Oh, yeah. Well, Chi has been talking about uh, this for years and years. Go back to his acceptance speech you know, mm-hmm. at, at, uh, the, when he became the President of People's Republic of China and his first, uh, you know, basically, inauguration. And every speech that he gives before the Chinese Congress, he, he always reiterates, look, you know, he reminds them of the West and uh, the unpleasantries of the 1850s and 60s, and when they addicted um, most of the, or large part of the Chinese public uh, on opium in exchange for all their wealth, and so he says uh, payback is is something serious, very serious. And so he's been conducting on that started with Mao Zedong in, in 1949, uh, basically a war against us. Of course, we don't recognize that, but on all fronts economic, military, cyber, 
you name it. Uh, they've been conducting warfare against us. And I would argue that the fentanyl issue is a payback for the opium wars of the 1850s. And you just read his speeches. He says that. He didn't, you know, it's in Chinese, so you have to get the translation, but he says all of this and much, much more. They are the middle kingdom. They have the rightful place to run the world, and they have every intention of destroying the post-World War II Cold War uh, way of which we've done things through the WTO and IMF and the United Nations. They're going to replace it with something that is more fitting to what Chi, Putin, the Ayatollah, and the other miscreants on the totalitarian side and seek out. So where can people get your book, Robert? Uh, well, it's Amazon. All ten of them are there, certainly uh, Barnes & Noble. Anywhere you buy fine books, they're available. You know, it, it, it always amazes me that you can find new content to write that many books, but there's so many crazy people in this world, you could write ten more. Well, I'm just about finished another one. And so, yes, you're right. There are plenty of crazy people and plenty of topics. Yeah, and they all seem to be somehow running countries at this time. His name is retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis. He's an author of Divided We Stand. He's, we're beyond negotiations with Hamas, pretty much. But you can get his book where good books are sold and, of course, Amazon. Thank you, Lieutenant Colonel, for being on the show. I appreciate you. Well, my pleasure. Have a great day. You too. God bless.